Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Hey, Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films, and we have a message for you. This, this is Mad Shelley Films, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. I just had this idea about someone who sends a message in a bottle long ago, maybe they're while they're on a vacation or something, maybe they're out in Oahu. Perhaps they throw it into a lake while they're visiting their uncle. And the kid doesn't know it's just a lake. Um, he throws a message in a bottle. And uh, let's say 50 years later, he's living in a completely different town. He wakes up, it's dark, stumbles into the bathroom, he's got to urinate like a banshee, starts urinating, and what, what the hell is that, that sound, he opens up the toilet, what the hell, there's a message in a bottle, in his toilet, (coughs) and We could um, think of it as we could think of it as uh, it's a message that he gets from his past self. One would think that's what would be the answer. However, what if it's a message? in reply to the message that he sent in the message in the bottle long ago. Hello, I got your message. To whom it may concern. Oh no, because I'm sure he probably would put his name, right? Harold. So, main point is, he wakes up, looks in his toilet, there's a message in a bottle. Oh, what would be interesting 
if it was a ship in a bottle with a message inside of the ship. Yeah, the message could be inside of the ship. There's a message in there. Maybe the only way you could get that message is you got to break that bottle. You got to break it. You got to break that bottle. You got to crack open the ship. Who cares how old it is? There's something in there. so many directions because who built the ship who put the message in the ship who put the ship in the bottle who wrote the message whose parchment was that was it what kind of is it calligraphy is it codes is it typed is it branded on? Is it skin? Is it a parchment of skin? And it's branded on? Is it... Oh, here's one. You know how you, uh, you can write in lemon, and then if you, if you run like a toothpick... You got lemon juice. And then you write down a message on a piece of paper. If you hold that paper over a candle, it will burn. It'll make it'll make a it'll make a it'll make it visible. There are also of course the other uh sort of coded messages where it's you just write over like stationary, like in Big Lebowski. How people do this with graves all the time. They'll put the they'll put the they'll put the paper up there. They have the chalk, and then they got the grave. Jim Morrison. I think they were doing that for Jim Morrison for a while. I think they do that with Andy Kaufman's grave. So maybe it's one of those kinds of messages inside of the ship. It could be a tiny scroll, like scroll kind of thing. And then it's got the, maybe the little wax seal on there. Maybe a, a, a ribbon. You know what I'd really like to get a hold of is uh, one of those machines. What was it? It's like a horoscope machine. I think it's a horoscope machine. And you get those little horoscopes. Oh, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for those tiny horoscopes. I was going to use them like in gift bags or something. Someone out there has got to have them. If you know of any good places where... Oh, Zoltar. I'm, I'm in the market for getting the Zoltar. And... What I imagine would be funny is if we could record our own voice for Zoltar. Different fortunes, we write different fortunes. Uh, they're all yacht rock fortunes. 
and instead of his turban, he's wearing a yacht rock. He's where he looks like one of us, basically. But those eyes, we don't cover up the eyes. He's got the hat. Instead of a mystic, he's the yacht rock mystic. So he's got a blue, like sparkly cape. Instead of gold, how about that? Blue sparkly cape. Then he's got his yacht hat. And he's still got that kick-ass mustache. His same face. Same dude. Possibly a different voice. Or even the same voice. We gotta find out that if that voiceover artist... Uh, wouldn't that be great to find him? And he does Yacht Rock ones. Always make sure... To wear your life preserver while out on the ocean. Remember, you are precious cargo. Here's your fortune... There's a lady screaming in my apartment right now. She's lady, come on, lady. I'm trying to do a podcast here, okay? You know, it's just me and the people here. Whoever's here listening. Come on, lady. I tried to save this rose. It was given to me by Stephanie. You must hear me. You're moving right now. You just moved towards me. That's That's astounding. Of course you did. Oh my gosh. Each time I'm looking at this rose and I'm imagining it moving, it's moving. It's telling me that it's just <coughs> changed shape, shifted. Rather than the essence being in the flower, the essence is in everything it's transferred to everything around the flower around everywhere I try to save this uh, rose she gave it to me to give to Jenny used ozonated water placed it in there I placed it outside figured if I put it in the sun this rose would be pretty happy my aunt Nancy She is a phenomenal horticulturist, if I can use that word, botanist. I put them in the same family, agriculturist. They're all part of the same family. Just, just little hints of differences there, aren't they? What do you know about, about uh, these subjects, Kurt? It's the vibe I'm getting. It all comes down to plants. It all comes down to nurturing this. Aunt Nancy, she would take these plants that were on the verge of death. And she, just like people, just like my mom, just like our family, my grandpa. Taking in animals and nursing them back to life. Helping them out. My Aunt Nancy would do that with with flowers. She knew so much about so many different flowers. Always, always with flowers around. Nature. Aunt Nancy is the mother nature. Hmm. Mother nurture, mother nature. Natural, mother natural. Mother nurture, nurturial, nutrial.
whenever my mom, whenever we happened to have, there was this plant, it was, we couldn't seem to really, I remember growing up in this thing, it it, it started just looking bad, you know, it started looking like, uh, like it was rotting. Not rotting, what's the word I'm thinking about? Wilting. Thank you, universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, universe. It started started wilting. And and um, so we gave that Nancy and she brought it back to life. <coughs> Who knows what she did? It was probably all the talking, all the great music, all the, you know, care and comfort. How does that phrase go? If you're thinking about having kids, first take care of a plant, take care of a you know a flower because it's living. And and then go to an animal. If you can handle that, then then go for a kid. The uh, antenna tree out here. I have neglected. I've neglected. The antenna tree is still growing strong. Just as tall as ever. The antenna tree. Egads. Egads. Well, listen, we're going to talk more later. I'm going to go in and eat some tacos. Vegan tacos. Cooked by my dear sister, Jennifer Shendinen. Here's a thought. Do you initiate or do you imitate? I just realized that I should probably be recording this mission. Let's see. Let's see if this will work concurrently with Waze. I think we did this earlier. Might have to wait till we're out of the garage. Oh. So, I'm on my way up to Keichung. As you remember me, ta- as you may remember me talking earlier, if you listen to the earlier podcast with Craig Spivak, uh, I believe I mentioned in there that I left. I, we couldn't get the file to me for some reason. The internet went out right at the end of our show. We couldn't get the file out to me. So, um, I made a vow to come back tonight and bring the, uh, bring a a hard drive, a thumb drive, as they call it. Let's see if we get some classical music. What about that? Like 88.1 or something? Is that 88.1? Oh, all right, folks. Walk slowly. Oh, come on, people. I'm trying not to hit you, okay? I'm trying not to hit you. It's not my modus operandi. You know what? I don't do a William Burroughs impression often enough. I forget that I can do William Burroughs. Let's try it. Hold on. In 1955... I was with 
Jack Kerouac. Jack, but Jack Kerouac. In 1952, I was with Jack Kerouac and Allen Ginsberg. I think I need to work on it. I'm getting... And Allen Ginsberg. I need to figure out his certain intonation. He's got a certain one. Oh, I was, I was able to... I figured out someone earlier. I was so excited. How does this not have service, man? Hey, man. My cellular device here says I don't have any service, man. How's that even possible? All right, so we're going to pull over to something here, okay? This is crazy, okay? We're going to pull over to the side of the road here. We're going to figure this out. Oh, that's interesting. I just pulled up behind, like, a Jeep here, and they got a sticker that says, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Not a sticker, but it's a uh, license plate thing. Mr. Toad... Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and the actual license plate says Toad, T-O-A-D-R-Y-D. How crazy is that? Toad Ride. At the Toad Ride, Toad Ride, bam. All right. There we go. Now we're back on, back on schedule. How interesting. How interesting. I'm, I'm William Burroughs. I'm William Burroughs, and I know Jack Kerouac and Allen Ginsberg. We are the beat generation. There you go. And right now, we're trying to find the address of Kachung. Here we go, here we go, here we go. That's what we need, that's what we like, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need, that's what we like, that's what we're gonna do. That's what we need, that's what we like, that's what we're gonna do. That's what we need, that's what we like, that's what we're gonna do. If you're if you're familiar with the Boingo album, you might have just noticed that I... I took some, uh, uh, probably lyr- some. I would say some singing choices from that a- uh, album. I was listening. How do I make this lady not talk? Can you hear this lady talking out here, man? Uh, I suppose I can turn the volume all the way up. Oh gosh! Hi, 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 hi! Come on, lady! Come on, come on, come on! Blowing out their eardrums! Come on! I know what I'll do. I know. Okay, you know what? Okay, here, this is what we're going to do. Bam. No volume. I'm just going to have to look at my phone even though I don't want to. Do, 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 do. I guess I'm just going to have to look at my phone. But I don't want to. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, bam. I'm not gonna listen to my phone. I'm gonna 
have to look at it. Bound, 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 it's a tricky business being a one-man band these days. It's a trick business. It's a tricky business. You got all the green light in the world that you can handle right now. Let's utilize it. Let's squeeze it, man. Squeeze that lemon, man. Yikes. Yikes. You did not take full advantage of that juicy surprise, man. That was a green light. And then it was a yellow light. worked for my lime company, you would be fired. You did not squeeze that lime. You did not squeeze that lemon. You didn't even squeeze the tomato. Come on now. You didn't even squeeze the tomato. What's the matter? What's the matter? You didn't even squeeze the tomato. What's the matter? So I rarely ever do Don Corleone, but we're going to try. How are you? How you doing? This is Don Corleone. Some of you might know me as uh, Marlon Brando. No, is that it? I'm Don Corleone. How you doing? They know me as Don Corleone. Hello. Oh, that's more like, uh, what's his name? Scarface or something. Hello. How you doing? Uh, let's see. I could have been, I could, I, oh, here he is. He's like this. He's like, I could have been a contender. I could have been a contender. You know, my brother, my brother, he was a boxer. He was a boxer. I got a job. I got a job working for the hot dog shack. I could have been a contender. I got, then I got another job working for the hamburger shack. I could have been a contender. After that, I got a job swabbing a decks down there by the port. I could have been a contender. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, life is tough, okay? I tell you, life is tough. I could have been a contender. But see, then that kind of sounds like Desi Arnaz. I lost it. I lost it. I lost it. I lost it. Where's Fred? I lost it. Where's Fred? Fred, Fred. Hey, Lossy, where's Fred? Hey, hey, Fred, where's Ethel? <clears throat> oh, man. <clears throat> I used to... I might have to have a drink of water here. Hey, Lossy. Hey, Lossy. Hey, Lossy. Hey, Lossy, I'm home. Hey, Lossy. How you doing, Lossy? What are you doing? Lossy, what are you doing? You're wearing a fake nose, Lossy. Don't you know I have the manager of Capitol Records coming by? I have the manager of Capitol Records coming by. Yes, he coming for it. See, he coming for dinner. See, he coming for dinner. And you're wearing the fake nose, Lucy. Lucy, you're wearing the fake nose again. Lucy, look at all of the chocolates. Lucy, I love the chocolates. But my God, Lucy, this is too many chocolates. This is too many chocolates. I'm gonna have to make a chocolate song. All because of y'all say a song about a chocolate. Too many chocolates. Too many chocolates. Rock sandal, shashinge fango. Too many chocolates. Too many chocolates. 
too many shark legs. Hello, hello, see. No, it's more. <clears throat> hello, hello, see. Hello, see. So I realize I don't have to stretch. I don't have to like push, 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 push it. 2.7 miles, and then we'll be where we will want to be ultimately at Kechang Studios. That's where we're trying to go right now. Kechang Studios. That's where. That's where. <coughs> no, that's where. <coughs> that's where. That's where. No, that. <coughs> that's where. That's where, that's where, that's where we want to go and we need to be safely. How you doing? This is Willie, Willie Nelson. Hi, y'all. This is your pal, Willie Nelson, America's favorite hippie. Hello, everybody. This is Willie Nelson. You know, I once ran into a burning building. All of my best weed was in there, and so was my favorite guitar, Trigger. I will do anything for that guitar. So what I did was, my barn was burning down with all my good weed in it. So I just took as much as I could. I wrapped it up in flame retardant baggies. I hauled them out of there, and I had triggers slung over my shoulder. Hey, did I ever did I ever tell you about, about that nice little story where I smoked a marijuana cigarette on the White House ceiling? Did I ever did I ever mention that? <clears throat> Wait, <clears throat> did I ever mention that? My name is Willie Nelson. Hi, my name is Willie Nelson. Hello there, my name is Willie Nelson. Mail and Dolly, me and Dolly Parton may or may not have had quite a lot of relations relationships through the years. I know her biblically, and she knows me biblically. Heck, in Corinthians 5.9, it says, Lay down with your neighbor. And Dolly was my neighbor at one time. So I gone, get her done. I laid down with my neighbor. We wrote a beautiful song about it. We wrote, I'll tell you right now, we wrote an extraordinary song. And that there is the song that I sang on the White House ceiling that time I snuckered away to smoke a joint, to smoke a marijuana cigarette, a cannabis, a cannabis cigarette on the White House ceiling. <clears throat> on the White House ceiling. So, okay, so here's my Jimmy Carter. I made this one up when I was a little kid. I was a tiny kid. This was, this was my, my first joke ever. This, this was my first joke. See, yeah, it's it's a visual thing because you know Jimmy Carter he had those big teeth. Is he still around? I think he's got the big teeth. Ah, big teeth. Smile, smile. I guess where it goes real big, big, a very large smile. So what you do is you take your finger and you stretch open your your lips. So you got big, big teeth. So your lips are like way up there. So it's so your finger. It's like a kickstand. You're going opening it up so to speak. So the bottom lip is stretched open and then the top is stretched open. So you're like, hi, nice to meet you. 
My name is Jim Ricardo. Do you like peanuts? I like peanuts. That was my... Because I knew way back then that Jimmy Carter had something to do with peanuts. But I didn't know what that was. And so that always intrigued me. And that was about the... That, that, that was and pretty much is the extent of my knowledge about Jimmy Carter. Just that he had a big smile. He spoke in an accent. And he had something to do with peanuts. Do you do any impressions? I don't care if it's your uh, crazy neighbor, uh, Barney. Okay, let's say you got a crazy neighbor, Barney. Do an impression of that guy. What does he sound like? What does he talk about? Embody that character. That's the fun part about impressions. Is you, you, you know, a lot. Sometimes you find yourself utilizing phrases or discoveries or epiphanies about this character while you're doing it. While you're just doing it. Uh, so imagine, let's say, if you do a really good impression of uh, Crispin Glover, okay, and you think, oh my gosh, could you imagine Crispin Glover? Uh, let's say, let's say uh, gardening. Let's say if he was a gardener. Good afternoon. This is Crispin Glover. You might recognize me as the father from Back to the Future. I played Marty McFly. You might remember my award-winning dialogue, which is continually regurgitated through the years. And it sounds like this. Get your damn hands off her! That is my most quoted... Uh, quote from all of all of the large selections of characters I have done through the years. I once dressed up as a character who was a guest on David Letterman and my character was dropping acid and Andy Kaufman is one of my favorite actors and so I decided I would pretend to be this character on his show. And that is the spirit I use whenever I'm planting materials in my garden. For instance, when I'm planting tomatoes, I do my research and I figure out what is the best nutritional value for a tomato. So I go out and I find the correct soil. I whether perhaps it's tar, perhaps it's a satchel of diamonds. I go out there into the world and I give that to the particular vegetable or even plant, sometimes a fruit or an herb. And I will plant it in that nutritious pot. Sometimes I don't use sand or soil uh, or even seashells for that matter. Sometimes I'll just put inside the planter, I'll just plant it full of other seeds and, and then I see how those seeds 
drove from the other seats, and that's how I start my hybrids. Some call me, my, fr- my close friends call me Dr. Moreau, which I think is apropos, because I'm a very large um, proponent of Marlon Brando. Thank you, Crispin Glover. You know, some people want to know, are you brothers of Danny Glover? Ha <laughs> ha, that is one of the craziest jokes that I've had to endure for the past 40 years or such. Uh, I know I give the impression that I'm a vampire, which I might be. I'm not ruling that out. However, in my many years on this planet, this earthling planet, lots of various earthlings have asked me, are are you related to Donnie Glover? And I have to say, I don't know who my father is. So that is quite a possibility. And the next question is, is Corey Glover your brother? That's another strong possibility. You never know in this day and age. Why rule out one thing when you can rule in another thing? That's my philosophy. By the way, catch my big show sometime out in the near future. I grab my projector screen and I put crazy movies up there. You can also find my ad hoc books uh, one called Rat Catching and one called what, what is Wrong or something like that I've got quite a few books out there so I'm not quite certain what some of the names are as one could imagine thank you so much Christian for stopping thank you very much for taking me out of the glove compartment thank you for letting allowing me to stretch all right we'll see you we'll uh we'll see you later goodbye wow that was that was a fast interview or or, i mean or was it an interview i he showed up uh we we said hi we said hello we exchanged niceties he exchanged a lot of niceties i listened I listened. I like to consider myself a good listener. Uh, I, 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 I will not, I will not, uh, where are we? I will not claim to be the world's best listener. However, I like to, you know, do my due diligence in opening up the ears Sometimes I get questions in the middle of the questions that I'm at, or like I'll ask a question, they're in the middle of answering it, and then bam, I got another question. But you got to let them pontificate. You got to let them, you know, get into the groove because uh, there, there's a lot of rich wisdom in there. Now, also, when you're when you got this excitement of wanting to have them answer a question. That is, uh, I need to start, I think, writing some of this stuff down so I got it right there so I can ask it. And I don't, I don't, uh, have to, 
try to force it out or, or, or try to, you know, like, oh, gosh, hurry up, just answer your the other question already so I can ask this one. So there isn't that idea. And on top of that, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling impatient. And uh, I can let them answer their question easily, effortlessly, however they want. And then I, and then I ask the other question. Unless, of course, the, the, the answer to the last question I just asked, uh, you know, unless that, of course, then gives me another question. So, here we go. We're getting closer. We're going to see if uh, there are anybody, any people in the studio. Because if not, what I'd like to do is an impromptu radio show. I think it would be fun. I think I think that would be gobs and gobs of fun. I think that'd be gobs and gobs of fun. Maybe, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll put out a little uh, ad, if you will, advert. I'll put out the advert onto my Instagram. I'll put out the. <clears throat> I'll put out, I'll, I'll put out the advert onto my Instagram. That will be, that will be, uh, that advert will go onto Instagram if there's no other DJ going on in here. Who knows? go Facebook Live. I mean, not Facebook Live. Instagram. I think it saves it. Does it? I don't know. However, how cool would that be if someone's watching and they wanted to join in the conversation? I could record it. I, I had a real great conversation earlier with uh, the Wizard of L.A. This would be a very fun thing to test out. So we're going to see what happens here. They haven't closed any gates here to the uh, Kaichung Castle. Kaichung! Did I tell you guys I recently saw in the latest Mad Magazine a uh, a part, a parody. They're doing a parody of Quentin Tarantino's movie Once Upon a Time in Halloween. And uh, so uh there's a part in there where the cowboys there's something happens there's something happens I don't want to give it away but something happens and then um, and then uh, it says Kichung and I thought that was pretty cool and notable. We are uh, going up the steps now. I just got some new gum. Pineapple gum. I think it's a, that's what I was chewing earlier, I think. I'm feeling more tropical lately. More 
uh, well, Yachtly. I wonder if there's a band. I was just gonna say, TBH, I have to be honest with you. Oh, I can shut that off. Um, TBH, to be honest. Let's see. Let's see who's here. So we are up here in the K-Chum Studios. I, I, it's, it's, it's got a really cool vibe in here. There's a, there's a uh, black light in here. Can you hear the, the fans? Wow. Wow. Let me turn this light on. Wow. I think I'm going to try to go Facebook Live just for kicks. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think it is. We're we're on the air right now. Okay, you and I are on the air. We're on K Chung. Yeah, we're on K Chung at sixteen thirty a.m. It's so funny. I've been trying to get you. I've been thinking. You know, we got to get you on the air. So heck, this is the best time as any. You called right at this time. The time right now it's um, um, eight forty-five p.m. Here. What what date? What date is this? Would you say? Um, today is like around the nineteenth or the twentieth. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right, it's in the 19th, that's right. So I came to Cape Chung Studios because I left the um, file in there from earlier today where I had uh, Craig Spivak and uh, Phil Donlin and uh, uh, Connor McRory. All these different people were on, the, on there today, and I um, tried to send myself the file, but for some reason the Internet went out here. So um, what I did was I ended up just... Uh, you know, I thought, well, what the heck? I'll come out here and see if I can actually get get that file. You know? Oh, I think someone's coming in for their late shift. I think someone's coming in for their late shift. Hey, man, are you coming in for your late shift? Do you have your, do you have your show tonight? I just came in to pick up an old file, and I thought, well, I was here. I might as well broadcast a little bit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shut it down right now. Uh, what's your name? George. Nice to meet you, man. What time does your show begin? Nine o'clock. Oh, nine o'clock. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, um, it must be so cool what you're doing. Oh, it's so much, it's so much fun just to think that, uh, that this place exists and, and this kind of stuff can happen. It's just so exciting, man. I'm, I'm just so, I'm just so, so honored to, to be a part of this kind of thing. Um, so Greg, are, are there any bits of wisdom, uh, that you can say before I, uh, before I, uh, hang up here on Inspirato Projecto? Uh, I'm just so glad I got to talk to you, man, and, and uh, I'm glad everything's going well with you. Uh, you know, um, you've always been a great guy. Uh, 
great actor, uh, and now you're in the uh, radio business, so that's great, <laughs> man. I always wanted to be a broadcaster. I went, I, when I got out of the Army, I went to school for broadcasting. Oh, my and God. I, I just never pursued it. I well, just had to work and, and do other things, and I... But uh, it seems like a fun job, though. Well, how cool is that? Here's your first radio, uh, your first radio gig. <laughs> we gotta get you in the studio. You'll be in the studio sometime. All right. Well, listen, man. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna say goodbye to you, and uh, you take care. And I gotta send off my files. All right. Love you, brother. All right. Love you too, man. Take care. All right. Bye. Ciao. Wait. Yeah. Who, who and who did it? Did it as an experiment? Luke Fishbeck and uh, Solomon Bothwell. Like Luke was, they were just Solomon knew how to make a how to put together an AM transmitter and he did it with a kid and helped Luke do it and they set it up over on Chunking Road and did a broadcast for an art opening during art days or whatever. You know, there was like a, you know, Chinatown art walk. So it's just kind of an experiment to just go, hey, let's just see if we could do this for this thing? Yeah, they just did it. You know, like, hey, let's do, let's just broadcast the AM radio, just make an AM radio transmit signal and put a boombox out there music or whatever and then afterwards he had an AM transmitter just at his disposal so he put it in his studio and, um, and just organically people were like oh you guys have a radio station I want to show and they're like oh they're like oh okay and then it started with a few people and then it seemed like it was a good time so they reached out with some, to some more and then a couple of us joined and started doing it and kind of blossomed from there and we moved you know, and it got too many people they didn't want people in their art studio all the time we moved it to another location and then you know and the group that was doing it started making radio programs all the time incredible and then we got to a point where we were losing our space again and then we needed we're like well we need to move again we need to figure something out. So no one had ever knew anybody who was doing shows. You know, everyone knew each other, but didn't you know. So the first time everyone who was doing shows got together in a room, it was kind of weird. And everyone's like, "Well, what do we do?" And I said, like, "We just need to find a place and just do this." And so we moved it here. We've been here for like six years or something. Like that. It's a phenomenal spot. Anytime I got guests here, they just love this. Yeah. It's so yeah, it's like they, this secret little. They built area. it out, you know, there's these walls, it's, none of this was here. Was oh my God, out. really? Yeah, it's all built out. That's incredible. So then, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. Wow. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, so it's sent off. Well, a lot of the people who started, there's not, you know, there's like maybe three or four people who were from the beginning that are still doing it. So there are not, not many, not many people remain from, from that time? No, not at all. You know, like everyone said, everyone knew it was, you know, it's not going to be a forever thing. Well, but, I, you know, there's so much potential here, and it's so, like, I, I cannot tell you how, how much this has fulfilled my dreams of wanting to be on a radio, you know, and the fact that this exists, it's just so, it's just so cool, and you guys being the pioneers of this whole thing, and offering people like me, you know, people that you don't even know, to, to be able to come in and be a part of this whole, this whole thing, 
man, it's um, it's just so cool. It's enabled me to meet so many people just from being on the subway, just from being on the trains. Uh, um, I'll, I'll invite people to be in my show, and um, I've met a lot of great friends that way. And it's all thanks to you guys helping out with this. Like, it's, you, you've helped uh, enable this wonderful dream to, to occur. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's true community radio. Regular community radio, they're kind of about this open, you know, uh-huh. rules and whatnot. Yeah, it's it's interesting how it's kind of it's kind of self-governed in a way. You guys started it off, and now all of a sudden it's like you just went and just spun it up. Now it's turning into this crazy thing. Yeah, I mean. something I had read on the website at some point that, um, and I don't know if there's just be, if they're just being facetious, but the idea of having more and more transmitters across, you know, spread out to be able to get the signal farther out. I mean, is that something that, that could happen? Uh, yeah. Yes. Is that how that would work? I mean, yeah, it would. I mean, there is myself and Luke. He's the founder. Luke is the true founder. He's the guy who actually had the first uh, transmitter, basically. Yeah, him and Solomon. So Solomon or Sullivan? Solomon. Solomon. And he, so he is he still around? No. He's around, but he doesn't. Did you see that there's someone like that they come in tonight? founder was you know who who started this whole thing and it's crazy to think you know so Luke did and then now he, you know you're considering the tradition I mean how big would you ultimately like to see this grow yeah well I mean what would be like the dream because I mean I mean there are a lot of talented people associated with this I mean this there's a you know I would I mean I figure I, I feel like it's been realized to be honest I mean everything that could possibly happen is happening 
for the most part. I mean, it'd be nice to have like a better signal on top of the AMG being like working a lot better. And it would be nice to like have um, a better setup in here. Oh yeah, with like a table that won't fall over and stuff. Yeah, I mean, just little things like that, yeah. which can, is attainable. It's just a matter of like or getting organized and um, having to just raise the money to do it. Or yeah, yeah. It's just, um, when you get involved with the, the politics of the behind the scenes here, there's like a three or four people who, who have been here a long time and it, they, you know, they, they kind of like have, have the place in the a little bit. Oh, gotcha. So it kind of sucks, but. Did they change the laptop? I think they did. Do they still have meetings? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would highly recommend getting involved with the meetings and just, I mean, you can do anything you want. That's the thing, just, it's just a matter of people getting involved. There's like nobody, like, like back in the day when I first started, we were all involved, like all active and really into oh. it. And, you know, building the spots and moving it. And then, and then, like I said, everyone died out. And everyone's kind of burned out. Like, you know. Because so. my, my friends, they want to shoot uh, like a pilot episode here. Uh, oh, Shock Jack. And so they, they were, at first they were thinking of using the K-Chunk, you know, logos and whatnot. But during one of the emails, we've got to send it, but they said, well, you know, you, you, you should probably change the logos. Because I know that, you know, the, everyone kind of values the privacy of the Yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of silly to think, considering all, like, the things they, you know, been a part of. It's like, you know, it's like, once you've been, once you've been a resident, once you've done, like, a museum show twice, major museums and stuff, it's kind of like, if you're in the public eye, yeah, you work with the public, you know, when you're working with, like, you know, city, city funded like programs, and you're, and it's a nonprofit too. So it's like you know, you, there's nothing to be. Is it a five hundred one c three? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. So it can get it can get. Uh, 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 okay, so I, I co co organize a film festival each year. Yeah. So I could actually c combine with K Chung. Uh huh. And you could use K Chung as your nonprofit to get into a film festival if you want. Well, we, we have, we have, I, I organized the film festival. Oh, okay. So it'd be great, now that I know that K Chung is a 501c3, possibly this could be another one of our charities. And how cool would that be if K Chung broadcasted from the event? So it's a, we, we, we well, you know, I mean, I, I could just, I, I'll say right now, if you want to do that, I'm down to do that. Because that would be great. Because I know how to do all that shit. I, really? I would do it, yeah. I would do it. Oh right. my God, that'd be awesome. Yeah. To do because I it's been my dream to want to get K Chung involved with this in some way, especially having K Chung broadcast live from there and stuff. And like, just let's do it. I think it'd be awesome. Let's totally do it. Okay, um, what would be the easiest way for me to get a hold of you? Um, here, here, just get me through my Instagram for now, and then tell me about the my show. Yeah, and then, um, and then we'll get our real, okay, I'll just take yeah, let's do it. Here. Let's talk and let's, let's, let's get that going. Dude, this would be so, so cool to, to do, to combine forces like this. Yeah, let's do it. Wow, let's it's been a pleasure meeting you, man. This yeah, is so great. I found the epicenter. It. I found the wizard behind the curtain. What's yeah. your name again? Lev. Lev, pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Wow, you guys. Let's do it. This is so cool. This is so great. All right, man. All right, take care. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. This has been one of my dreams. Getting Kate Chung involved. God. Wow. Okay. I got to call up uh, Davey Chansky. Tell him about this. Wowzers. I got to say, I I am blown away. I'm blown away. Look at that. That chance meeting. I could have decided not to go in there. 
How crazy is that? Uh, astounding. So yeah, one of the original guys. Pretty much him and like two other guys started the whole thing. And it's so funny because so many people have asked me who started it, who's at, who was at the helm of it, how did it begin? And everybody gave me a vague answer. And I got the real deal. Wow. Wow. So incredible when you think about that. So incredible. Is it nuts? Like, just the idea that... It's so funny, we were just talking earlier today. The, the idea of just giving up that... Just giving up surrender. One of the themes lately we've been talking about is answers to questions. But they, but they answer you in the time that they want to. I've had this question in my brain. And here's the answer. And it happened in the most unexpected circumstance. Had I not kept digging and learning more information, as soon as he started telling me that he was one of the founder guys, I realized, okay, time to start podcasting. Time to start podcasting. Oh, my God. Wow. If they're up for letting us work with Kate Chung, I mean, this, this has been my dream for the longest time. And I never knew, really knew who to ask. Where did truly look? This is a wonderful team up. It's a wonderful team up. Wow. Wow. I mean, the way to all this came together. Kate Chung Kapow. Kate Chung Kapow. Oh my God. Then imagine if we if we do team up with Bang Energy. Oh my God, that's one of the crazy things too. Is that uh, right next to AJ's place? Well, LA Grip. Um, there's a uh, right next to LA Grip. There is a a wall that I believe says bang on it I believe huh. a lot of like superhero kind of sounds Batman type stuff I gotta say I'm so pleased with the Zoom Bad magazine I'm so pleased with now I got a subscription to these guys I forgot how much I love these guys. They're so good. I hadn't read them in, you know, I mean, I, I read them last year. I think my mom got me, when she came to town, she got me a Mad Magazine. I put We put it in the stocking. Oh, man. What a great, great magazine. I'm going to keep on these sponsors. I contacted Sure, my for microphones. Anchor. We'll see if they get back to me. Photochem. 
which helps with post-production services. Oh yeah, that lighting company too. Draco, Draco, Draco Broadcast. Um, it's a local. Uh, broadcast company. I know there's a Seven Eleven around here somewhere. I gotta, I gotta find. I gotta get to here. Seven Eleven. Give me one of those nice, delicious coffees. The thing is, I have coffee at home. So why would I need this coffee? Why, Kurt? Think about it. Why? Well, there might be something in here that, that I don't know about. So we're gonna, since we're here, you know, I was inspired. We're gonna get coffee and you're gonna be with me on the journey. Ideally, everyone can share. Oh, 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 I see, I see, I see what's going on. Poor Jen. You hear Jen's tire back there? You hear that? Uh, too many things for me to carry. I will talk to you when I get home. How about that? 